0: Hi, this is Penny Nance, CEO and President of Concerned Women for America in Washington. And welcome back to our show and podcast, Use Your Voice. Today, we're gonna talk about the very important issue of the nomination of Brett Kavanaugh to the Supreme Court. We're gonna look at and hear from women and talk about the issues of Me Too and other crucial issues of
1: the day. Stay tuned. From the nation's capital, this is Use Your Voice with Penny Nance, President and CEO of Concerned Women for America. Here's your host, Penny Nance. This
0: week, I was so proud to represent Concerned Women for America at our rally in support of Judge Brett Kavanaugh. We called it Women for Kavanaugh. Now, people that have listened before know that Concerned Women for America did a seven state bus tour in support of Judge Kavanaugh. We went to key states in which which we were looking for those key votes, key senators. And we had an amazing time. 26 rallies, we were at state fairs, we were at town hall meetings, we were at so many events getting to represent you and to be your voice out in the field. But we had a moment in Washington in which women, conservative women, gathered together to share our views. You know, I don't know about you, but I feel like conservative women have been pushed aside in this entire argument. And as a woman who is a member of the Me Too movement, a woman who has experienced My own trauma of an attempted rape and a physical assault on a running trail in Virginia while, by the way, I was pregnant with my first child. I believe I have something to share. So today we're going to share with you the highlights from that event and let you hear from women, from conservative women from around the country and our views on why we support Judge Brett Kavanaugh for the Supreme Court. Now, you may be hearing this after the vote. We're recording it here at the end of the week, and the vote is going to happen perhaps Friday, maybe even Saturday or Monday. So when on Monday, if you're listening, if this is uh, old news, I think you still will be very interested in what pressure was brought to bear by conservative women on senators. As I've said to other people into the White House, at the end of the day, Whether or not Brett Kavanaugh goes forward, it is in the hands of conservative women. If we rally to his side, he wins. If we don't, he loses. And last week, we came together strongly to rally to his side outside the Senate office building. But it is continuing as we speak. Voices from around the country are lighting up the phone lines and the emails and letters are pouring in to senators' offices in support of Brett Kavanaugh based on justice, fairness, and the importance of the presumption of innocence. Concerned Women for America has been so active on this. We have prayed. We have worked. We are asking others to join and link arms with us on this. And as I speak to you, I don't know how this turns out, so from the past. Here's our rally. I think you'll find something that you will appreciate, agree with, and you get a good feel of what we're doing for you in Washington. Here's what I said to start out the rally of about 450 women and more cameras and reporters than I could possibly imagine. I'm Penny Nance. I'm the CEO and President of Concern Women for America. We're the nation's largest public policy women's organization. And we are here today in support of Brett Kavanaugh. We have 450 adult chapters. We have 42 Young Women for America college chapters. Some of them are here today with us. We have state directors from around the country here with us, and we're here today to give conservative women the chance to allow our voices to be heard on this subject. There's been a lot of talk, right? Now you're gonna hear from us. So thank you, everyone that came out. We are so grateful. You know, when I'm here with people that come out, get out early, come out perhaps in the rain, I always think about Elizabeth Elliot. Elizabeth Elliot was a missionary, Um, in Ecuador in the 1950s, and her husband was murdered by, when he was trying to be a missionary, went into the rainforest uh, sharing Christ with an indigenous people. Elizabeth Elliot had a 10-month-old baby, and instead of going back home to, to heal and to mourn, she instead learned the native language and went into, back into the rainforest to share Christ with the very people that murdered her husband. Took her baby and went into the darkness to share light. And people were like, Elizabeth, what are you doing? You're a woman, I can't believe you're, you're doing this. And she said, the fact that I'm a woman doesn't make me a different kind of Christian. But the fact that I'm a Christian does make me a different kind of woman. And I am grateful to be here today with a whole bunch of different kind of women, right? Now listen to Carrie Severino. She's the Chief Counsel and Policy Director for the Judicial Crisis Network and, by the way, was once a clerk for Justice Thomas.
2: Good morning. In a matter of moments, we're going to hear, this it front of the Senate Judiciary Committee, from both Dr. Blasey Ford and from Judge Kavanaugh. I want to start out by saying, as a woman, as a mother of daughters, the experience she describes does sound absolutely awful. And there are women who suffer that those kind of experiences all the time. It's wrong. Um, she it's, it, it may have suffered that, and that is a horrible experience. However, as a mother also of sons, I want to speak for the fact that men need to have due process as well. We need to be able to hear both sides and not jump to judgment. Judge Kavanaugh has unequivocally denied these allegations under penalty of felony. Lying to the Judiciary Committee is the same penalty as perjury. We know also that the, his background and all the women who have stood up for him, 65 women who've known him since high school, 60 more in the light of most recent allegations, men and women who said, this is not the culture that we were in. If there was if there was the type of rape culture that's being described here, we would have stood up and said something, and um, we, we would never have st- stood by silently. He's gone through six different FBI background checks, never a hint of wrongdoing. There is no... Uh, concerning pattern of of, uh, actual action here. What we're seeing here, unfortunately, is a pattern of Democrats pushing forward allegations that as soon as you press on them, start to fall apart. When we interview alleged eyewitnesses, we've seen that their stories say, you know, we weren't there, this didn't happen. Even even Dr. Ford's own friend, Jared Leland, who says this, I I didn't even know Brett Kavanaugh. Um, You have Ms. Ramirez's allegations similarly, the, the, the alleged eyewitnesses uh, say the event didn't happen, as she describes. Uh, she she herself says, in retrospect, in, or initially I wasn't sure it was him. Even now I'm not positive it was. Um, you have Ms. Swetnick's allegations, which also have not been corroborated at the time. We now have anonymous and even allegations that are recanted within moments of being given. This is not how American— Our American system ought to work. This is a Senate Judiciary process that is broken, and it's unfortunate that what we've seen is uh, these instead of treating these allegations with the respect they deserve and the confidentiality they reserve. So instead of bringing even all of these uh, accusers out in the limelight uh, to be subject to attacks and harassment, that should that's happening on both sides, and it's and it's wrong in all cases. That should have been dealt with confidentially behind the scenes, so you neither had the accusers, nor the accused being subjected to the uh, embarrassment, the damage to reputation that we've seen here. The Democrats' main talking point seems to be the FBI should be investigating this, but they chose, instead of turning over any of these allegations to the FBI, to go directly to the court of public opinion. They attempted to shop the stories to the New York Times, who said there wasn't corroborating evidence. They then went to The New Yorker. Mr. Evanetti couldn't get anyone in the media to pick up. He went directly to Twitter. The goal here is clear. It's to delay. It's to use these for partisan ends. That is doing a disservice to all women. That's doing a disservice to all men. It's doing a disservice to all Americans. In America, we are innocent until proven guilty. That's not just a law of criminal procedure. That's a fundamental value of justice. That's a value of due process. That's a value of the rule of law. We have a choice today to confirm a judge who, uh, who is one of the most highly respected and qualified judges in this nation or to confirm a smear campaign as our way of doing politics. I would urge our senators to stop the circus and vote to confirm judge kavanaugh
0: once again you're listening to concerned women for america's rally outside the senate office building in support of judge brett kavanaugh for the supreme court this came from ali stuckey host of the podcast relatable take a listen
3: hello is everyone excited to be here i'm really excited to be here and i'm excited to see kavanaugh confirmed And what I love about this moment is that there are so few times in your life when you can actually, in that time and place, say, okay, this is significant. This is monumental. This is historic. And that is one of those times for us. And the cool thing is that we're not just bystanders. We're not just watching all of this happen and standing by. No, we're actually participating in it. And we're fighting for it. And the thing that we're fighting for is someone who, quite simply, is going to stand up for the Constitution and stand up for our constitutional rights and our freedoms. And apparently to some people, that's really scary. The whole idea of standing up for the Constitution. See, what they're afraid of, this opposition to Kavanaugh, is not that he's actually guilty of these unsubstantiated, uncorroborated allegations from 35 years ago. They don't actually care about what happened 35 years ago. They care about what he's going to do for the next 30 years. And specifically, specifically what they're scared of, they're scared that he is going to, uh, for example, overturn uh, Roe v. Wade, which he has never said that he is going to do. He said that he's going to take every decision um, and weigh it against the Constitution. But they accuse us, accuse people like me of secretly wanting to see Roe v. Wade overturned. And I say that's absurd. I don't secretly want to see Roe v. Wade overturned. I openly want to see Roe v. Wade overturned. (laughs) but this is this is not a matter of this is not a matter of my partisan opinion this is a matter of the constitution and that is why the confirmation of Brett Kavanaugh is not just a conservative issue it's not just a win for conservatives it's a win for freedom it's a win for human rights it's a win for hope it's a win for the perpetuation of liberty for us for our kids and for our grandkids and that is why no later than tomorrow we need to confirm Kavanaugh thank you <laughs> This is Use Your Voice and we'll be back right after this. Hey
0: ladies, you're smart, passionate, and savvy. You care about your family and you care about our nation. That's why you should join Concerned Women for America. I'm Penny Nance, President and CEO of Concerned Women for America, and I pray you will visit ConcernedWomen.org to learn how you can add your voice to the largest public policy women's organization in the nation. That's ConcernedWomen.org. Once again, you're listening to Use Your Voice, a broadcast and podcast of Concerned Women for America in Washington. And we have been replaying from you highlights of our rally in Washington last week outside the Senate office building on behalf of Judge Brett Kavanaugh, nominee to the Supreme Court. I would strongly urge you to take just a moment to come to Concerned Women for America's website, ConcernedWomen.org, and actually see the video of this. It's so impressive and encouraging to see women, hundreds of women from around the country who came together in support of Judge Kavanaugh. Take and listen to what Patrice Onwuka, Senior Policy Analyst for Independent Women's Forum, had to
4: say. I'm Patrice Onwuka. I'm a Senior Policy Analyst with the Independent Women's Forum. We believe that all issues are women's issues. And let me tell you why why I am here today. I am many things. I'm a millennial. (laughs) I am a working woman. I'm a naturalized citizen. I'm also a woman of faith. And my highest calling is to God, number one, and to my family. I'm a wife, like many of you, a mother to a first grader, stepmom, and I'm going to be a full mom to a baby boy this December. (laughs) And the world I want these boys to enter into is a world in which there is opportunity freedom and promise. Also a world in which boys and girls are treated fairly. But fairness is at risk right now. Fairness is at risk today. Now, it is unfair for any woman to suffer rape, molestation, sexual violence, to never get closure, to never get justice, to never even have their stories heard, but it is also unfair to make Judge Brett Kavanaugh the stand-in for every predator and perpetrator of those wrongdoings. There is something about justice and equality, and there's something about fairness that's important, and that's at risk today. At the Independent Women's Forum, we take allegations of sexual violence very seriously, and we want to see wrongdoers held accountable. But we also take rule of law seriously, we take the, the presumption of innocence very seriously, and we take fairness seriously. When we, when we have leaders who are willing to turn upside down a sacred and bedrock principle of the presumption of innocence for whatever motives, that is dangerous. And as women, as moms, as wives, as sisters, as daughters. We should be very concerned and demand nothing but fairness. So today I'm excited to see this hearing happen. I want Judge Kavanaugh to get his say. I want to hear from Dr. Ford as well. Let the facts come out. Let the testimony be heard. And then let, us, let's our, let our leaders decide based on the merits of what comes out. But what we cannot do is allowed to to suspend to turn upside down this idea of a presumption of innocence for political motivations or whatever motivations that there are because i will tell you what is at risk for my baby boy for my stepson for our brothers our fathers our uncles and our dads is too great thank
1: you
0: here's what jenny beth martin co-founder and national coordinator of tea party patriots had to say
1: thank you so much for hosting us today, Penny, and for all of the students who've traveled from around the country to be here today. I'm Jenny Beth Martin. I'm the co-founder of Tea Party Patriots. I'm the chairman of Tea Party Patriots Citizens Fund. We have, and also I'm the honorary chairman of Tea Party Patriots Action. We have been standing for Brett Kavanaugh throughout this confirmation process. He is a man who is going to look at the law as it is written and he is going to apply the Constitution to the law when he makes rulings. This is the kind of judge that we want. We understand that when that happens every single ruling we may not like because we may not like the underwritten law but at least when that happens we have the ability to go back through the legislative process and make changes to the law and also change the legislators. We care about the Constitution. We also care about due process, the presumption of innocence until proven guilty and the rule of law. And what we're seeing right now is just a circus allegations uh, anonymous allegations with no return address uh with no way to even verify it are popping up and making the news if i gave every single anonymous piece of mail and email to the media that we got you wouldn't you would not be able to do anything else with your lives frankly um i'm just shocked and astounded at the the way that this has unfolded i'm I am glad that there is a hearing today. I'm glad that Dr. Ford will be able to give her testimony. I am also glad that Brett Kavanaugh will be able to give his testimony. And at the end of this day, once the testimony is given, it's time for us to end this circus. It's time to confirm Kavanaugh. Bring it to a vote. vote, Thank you so much for having me.
0: Jessica Anderson is Vice President of Heritage Action. Take a listen.
5: Heritage Action is proud to stand here today, committed to seeing the nomination through for Brett Kavanaugh. I want to take us back to the beginning of this. The day after President Trump nominated Brett Kavanaugh to the Judicial Supreme Court, Chuck Schumer got on TV and said, we are going to fight this nomination with everything we have. Well, conservative women, everyone you see here today, is here to say, we are gonna fight for this nomination with everything we have. This is no easy task, we take it with risk, but we take it knowing that it is our duty to support the Senate, to follow through on their due process and allow today to go forward. I call on Republicans today to hear the testimony, to weigh it carefully, and then to move on, to vote for an unpoliticized judge, to vote for an unbiased judge, and to vote to confirm Brett Kavanaugh to the Supreme Court swiftly. Take a listen to the important words of Penny
0: Morrell, CWA's state director from the great state of Maine. Thank you,
6: God, for President Donald J. Trump. He just keeps on doing what's great for America in spite of all of the attacks, and we just thank you for him. Thank you, Judge Brett Kavanaugh, for being willing to step up into the arena. Thank you to his family, and he deserves to be treated with respect. And as for the state of Maine, we have two senators, Senator Susan Collins, and Senator Angus King, and I'm here today to ask for them both to confirm Judge Brett Kavanaugh to the United States Supreme Court. (laughs) Senator Collins has promised to do what she's always done. She has confirmed nominees from George W. Bush's appointees and Barack Obama's. We're asking her to do the same with this based on what she has promised. She said, I am going to cast my vote, as I have done on all of the other Supreme Court nominees that I have been called upon to consider based on their qualifications, his character and integrity, judicial temperament, his record, and his respect for the rule of law and fidelity to the Constitution. What more can we ask for? And the people of Maine, want her to do the same. She's done it with Elena Kagan, Sotomayor, Judge Gorsuch, and now we have the possibility of putting this great man on the Supreme Court. So we ask her to do her homework as she's done with all the others and realize that he deserves to be seated. Um, Just a moment about what uh, Senator Collins has been put through. She's been given 400 hangers. um, People outside her. Offices have protested. Um, They have threatened her, and it's just egregious. One person even called her staff member and said, I hope you get raped and impregnated. That's how bad the other system, the other side, has become. And so we asked for for justice, and I know I only have two minutes, so God bless America and God bless the state of Maine. Thank you.
0: In this very last clip, this is how I ended the rally with a very personal story and I hope you take a moment and listen to it. You know, I want to just take a minute to recognize that the Me Too movement is important. I have my own story. Over 20 years ago, when I was uh, pregnant with my first child, I was out running on a sunny morning and was attacked by a complete stranger on a running path in Virginia. I wasn't the only one woman that he attacked, but I was the one who was able to bring an end to it. I was a victim of an attempted rape and a physical assault. What stopped the assault from happening was another woman stopped and got involved. We are women, we are strong, and we can help each other. The Me Too movement is important, and it's real, but we also believe in justice and due process. We believe in a presumption of innocence, and the minute we weaponize and politicize an important issue like rape, we degrade every victim in this country, and it has to stop. It has to stop. It stops now. It stops here. So we welcome every woman's voice in this. We will not be silenced. Recognize that 30 million women voted for Donald Trump. They don't think we exist. Concerned Women for America has half a million members around this country. Hundreds of thousands of women are watching now on Facebook Live. We together collectively represent millions of women. This is not a simple issue. It's a complicated issue. And we, are, we find it disgraceful when the left wants to use our pain to punish someone, and we want it stopped. So with all of that, what a beautiful time to be here together. How beautiful it is to get to celebrate the First Amendment. Welcome to the media that is here. We welcome you. This is an important conversation. So we're going to close right now. And I'm hoping, is Kelsey here? Okay, we're gonna close out with America the Beautiful and then we're gonna go, some of us are gonna go to the Supreme Court, some of us are gonna go through the Senate building. And uh, this is our moment, ladies. Let your voices be heard. God bless you and God bless America. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you again for joining us. I hope we're listening today with a brand new Justice Brett Kavanaugh. Regardless, Concerned Women for America is here to represent you and to urge you to use your
1: voice. Thanks for listening. Use Your Voice is a ministry of Concerned Women for America, the largest public policy women's organization in the nation. For more
2: information, visit ConcernedWomen.org. That's ConcernedWomen.org.